This episode of Little Bit of Life podcast is sponsored by Peter Lamas Beauty. The art of hair care. Your hair wants you to look younger too. Peter Lamas Hair Systems taps into the power of nature and the mastery of science to hydrate, repair, smooth, and strengthen your hair. Their hair care system addresses all hair types, beautiful in their formula design, ingredients listings, and in the way that they perform. They are a blend of certified organic plant extracts, exotic oils, active ingredients, vitamins, and botanicals, combined with advanced hair care technology from the one and only Peter Lamas. They deliver beautiful, younger-looking hair straight to your door. All of their products are free of harsh ingredients, parabens, and sulfates, so you can treat your hair with love and not those chemicals. I have been using Peter Lamas hair care now for almost a month and a half, and I can honestly say that my hair has never looked better. It is absolutely incredible. Make sure you check the bio description of today's podcast for a very special episode and a very special code discount. This discount will go towards the foundation that we will be speaking about today in today's special episode. Or you can order on peterlamas.com. And it doesn't just stop at hair care. They have hair growth solutions if you are in need of something that energizes your system. And they also have incredible skincare and body care. Make sure you order today at peterlamas.com. Welcome to Little Bit of Life podcast. I'm your host, Tabitha, better known as Little on social media. A lot of you may know me from social media, but little is shown off the apps. This podcast is dedicated to having the real, raw, and occasional chats on topics of what we seem to think but don't say. Special guests will join in that have impacted me along the way. Very little is left off limits. Enjoy on your favorite streaming platform, watch live videos of interviews on YouTube, and let's dive into some topics together. Hey guys, welcome into another episode, Little Bit of Life Podcast here with your host, Little. I am so honored to have on our guest today. Her name is Haley Rosa, former NBC News anchor that was in a tragic car accident at the age of 25 that left her paralyzed from the waist down due to a spinal cord injury. But she didn't allow that to stop her dreams and her passions. She has now created a company and a foundation called For Everyone. It is allowing those with disabilities to receive help and guidance along the way and finding their passion and their beauty within their life. We have seen her also as a model for Off-White, Tommy Hilfiger, and as of May of 2022, she was the main focus and the face of the new Skims Foundation. And that came with a little bit of backlash from someone that, yes, we will dive in and we will be talking about in today's episode. Sit back, relax, and let's dive in with Haley Rosa. Hey guys, welcome into another episode, a little bit of life podcast with your host, Little. I have on an incredible guest with me today. I'm so excited and feel so honored that she came on to speak with us. You've seen her all over a lot of social media, but we are so excited to have her on today to really learn about her story, how she has found her true beauty through trauma, and then what this means for the rest of her life and how she is changing others. Haley, welcome on today. How are you? It's good to see you. Good to see you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited. I'm so excited. When we look at your life, you were an NBC News anchor. You were in that you know exciting time of your life. You found your career. You found your niche. Can you bring us back to what happened um, that has led us now to where we're talking today? Yeah. So I, as you mentioned, was working as a NBC News anchor for an affiliate in North Dakota and um, had a day off and was about to go skiing with some friends when our car actually hit black ice. Um, so the car rolled over and I was ejected, which led to me being paralyzed from the waist down. 
How old were you when this occurred? I was turning 25 10 days later. So it was literally right before my birthday. Wow. That is unbelievable. How did you feel in that moment? I mean, we've, we've had Stephanie on as well and we've talked to her. It's such a traumatic experience. That's something that weighs on your mental health while it also weighs on your physical health. So what was that recovery and process time like for you? Yeah. So I spent three months in inpatient rehab doing simple things like literally learning to sit up again and get out of bed and, you know, transfer into a wheelchair. Um, and, you know, during those three months, I, I cried every single day because I didn't know, you know, if I would ever be happy again, you know, it's, it's interesting to look back now because I would literally ask every day, will I ever be happy again? Um, and, and, you know, those tears were valid, you know, I had something very big and traumatic happen, but it was very hard at the time to digest what was happening. Mm -hmm. When we talk about going through traumatic experiences, it's very important to focus also on your support system. And it's something that, especially with what you went through, it's very hard for people to understand your level of processing what happened, the pain, you know, everything that you're feeling physically, but also mentally. So how was your support system around you and helpful at that time? Yeah, I mean, I had my entire family with me basically for the whole three months. And, you know, my dad would fly back and forth even after that because he was working, you know, during the week. Um, and it was really important to have people, um, all of my friends, you know, would call me, but it was important to have people, but it was also just as important to figure out by myself, you know, what the next steps would be and how to keep progressing. Mm-hmm. When we have seen you all over social media, you have you have done some amazing things with your life and you're making it so that so many people can look up to you and realize even the word disability, I mean, I it's something that you don't have to fear anymore. You don't have to worry of what people will express, especially with social media. There's a lot of positive, you know, feedback, but there's also some negative. So tell us about what you've done now. You've been modeling and you've been really creating a different path for yourself, which is amazing. Yeah. So, you know, it is interesting because most of the comments on social media are positive. So I think once you like are able to kind of break out of that shell and accept that this is your life, um, you'll see how many people are supportive and helpful and want to be kind or relate to you and, you know, might have a disability or might know someone who was injured in their own family. Even I, I get comments all the time, my dad, my sister, this, that, the other, um, so yeah, it's really relatable once you start to open up. Um, and, you know, regarding the modeling, to me, it's more about what I didn't have at the time. I didn't have those images. I didn't have people like me, you know, in campaigns. So it's so important to be able to show that and, and you know, help people that, are in these situations and do have a disability and whether they've lived their entire lives like this or become injured like I do, it's really important to have that representation. Mm -hmm. With your injury, you had a spinal cord injury. And I love that, especially with what you've been going through, you're speaking to all levels of those, not just spinal cord injury patients, but those that may be in a wheelchair, those who have prosthetics, you're really working with the entire community in realizing that they do have support out there, which I think is really important. 
Yeah. I mean, one of my things when I realized, you know, okay, it's time to like talk about this and I don't have to be shy about it was that I didn't want to pigeonhole, let's say myself into just being relatable to the spinal cord injury community, uh, which is huge, but you know, disabilities in our world are even bigger than just the spinal cord injury life. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's so important that people feel confident and comfortable and related, you know, like to what I'm going through. That's my whole, my whole, you know, being is just trying to make people feel seen. Um, and it doesn't really matter how you got injured or what your disability is. You know, we all relate on some level. Mm -hmm. It's that level of support and community, which I think is so important, which brings me to talking about, um, the one and the only I've mentioned her a lot. Unfortunately, I followed her platform for quite a long time and I really respected her. But when the Skims campaign came out, Candace Owens really went and and attacked, I would say is the best word, in such a distasteful and an uneducated way. How did you feel when that came out of someone who is a female who has stood up for so many other females? And I feel like she had such an amazing platform that she really could have respected those. And I don't feel that she did that whatsoever. Yeah, I mean, if you look back at, you know, a lot of her episodes, they're based on bringing people down almost, I feel. And that's exactly what she tried to do with this Skims campaign. Um, You know, exactly what you said is true. She was uneducated on the topic and chose to speak on something that if she would have educated herself on and, you know, taken five minutes to go to the Skims website or Instagram account, she would have seen that this was a campaign um, featuring adaptive garments. And Mm -hmm. the more important part to me is when I had a conversation with Candace, um, you know, she made it very clear that people with disabilities or people in wheelchairs shouldn't be in campaigns point blank. Um, you know, I've done modeling for campaigns that aren't adaptive because I don't only wear adaptive clothing mm-hmm. and she feels as though, you know, we just shouldn't be seen at all. It's so heart wrenching to me to hear somebody that is in the public spotlight in so many different ways, which some I agree and some I don't, which is fine. But it's so disturbing and heart-wrenching because every person, every individual, whether you're male or female, whether it's you know a Skims campaign for undergarments, whether it's a regular campaign for clothing, it can be on anything. Every single person in the world deserves to be seen and heard and appreciated and respected for their individuality. And I don't feel that she even was close to feeling that she was able to support anything in regards to disability, which is really, it's, it's disturbing for me. Yeah, no, you're absolutely correct on what you're saying. Um, she feels as though it's just to check a box, as she said. Um, but you know, if we look at everybody, we're all just boxes being checked at the end of the day. So mm-hmm. if people in wheelchairs are enjoying what they're doing and being featured in campaigns, then so be it. Check the box. You know, we are people. We do plenty of things besides sit in the wheelchair. And while we sit in the wheelchair, we can look good and model and feel Mm -hmm. good. You looked fantastic, by the way. I think all of your photos from that campaign are just absolutely stunning. You are so classy 
and I loved it. So how has it been working with skims and also with modeling, um, you know, especially with how you appear for yourself isn't always what others see. And so many, you know, I think with all women, we think that way of, you know, we all have our insecurities and especially, you know, when you are hosting a campaign and you are the face for the campaign, how was that in regards to modeling? Was it something that was to start kind of, you know, a little bit intimidating or did you just, I'm sure you just rocked it because you're just one of those women. You're funny. <laughs> uh, I don't know. For me, I, I enjoy it. It's it's fun and it's nice to know that that image will help people. Um, and besides helping people, it's just, you know, normalizing disabilities and wheelchairs and, and, and walkers, canes, whatever it is. So for me, it's, it's fun. Um, but it's, it's the bigger picture that matters. I like really enjoy the aspect of when the photos come out, knowing that, you know, someone who was in my position at one point can see it and feel good. It's not necessarily <laughs> like, oh, I look great. Um, yeah. while I do enjoy the images, it is definitely, you know, more fun for me to think about like the people that it can help. Mm -hmm. Since your accident occurred, what have you found that may be a little bit outside the box of before you were disabled with your spinal cord injury? What things do you like to do? What do you like? And what's kind of your enjoyment nowadays? What are you into? I love cooking. Mm -hmm. um, I don't want to pat myself on the back, but I think <laughs> I'm a pretty good cook. Um, and, you know, other than that, I, I would say my my hobbies have pretty much remained the same. They just require asking for help sometimes. I live in Florida, so you know, if I want to go on the beach or on a boat, it's it's you have to ask for help. Um, you know, if my friends plan a beach day, they're well aware they're carrying me onto the sand because clearly mm -hmm. I'm not holding on it. Mm -hmm. uh, I spend a lot of time just like with my a lot of my friends have kids, so it's nice to just spend time with them. I'm actually like a pretty big chill homebody, mm -hmm. so you know, I don't, I don't do anything crazy. <laughs> we have you on as well to share because not only have you used this traumatic experience for yourself to better other people, but you're also creating a foundation. And I really want to focus on that. So can you share about that? I'm really excited for listeners to hear and really be a part of it. Yeah, I would love to. I started the For Everyone Foundation and um, everything that is 100% of proceeds will go back to people with varying disabilities I kind of felt like, you know, the old school vibe of foundations and organizations was a little bit outdated personally for what I wanted to do. So, you know, you'll notice the website is a little more fun and funky. Um, and I, you know, didn't want to be stuck just donating and giving back to spinal cord injuries. So, you know, like I mentioned, it will go back to people with varying disabilities. It does not have to be a spinal cord injury. You do not have to be in a wheelchair. I want to simply help as many people as I can, whether that's giving back to recreational activities like adaptive snow skiing, which I just did for the first time since I got injured, or inpatient, outpatient rehab programs, personal needs. You know, it really is to help anybody and be for everyone. I love that. So many don't realize, especially if you have not been around someone with this, you know, experience, or if you've worked in the medical field, it doesn't just stop once you've been released from the hospital. That's when all of the hard work begins. And you almost have to be your own advocate and find your own healthcare sometimes and how to adapt in your way of living. And like you said, asking for help, which can be really hard. I think, you know, especially in our twenties, 
we're stubborn, we're independent, we want to do everything on our own. So that's always the first step of asking for help. So I love that you have this foundation. How can we find it? How can we donate? So the website is foreveryone.foundation and our Instagram is at foreveryone.foundation as well. Um, and we have t-shirts on there. Um, and like I said, the donations really go back to everyone who will need it. We are not in the space right now where we have enough to do that, but the goal is obviously, like I said, to help as many people as possible. Mm -hmm. Um, I just want to make it easier for people, you know, like if you pop a wheelchair cushion, insurance is going to take months to get you a new one and they're, you know, 300 or so dollars. So something as simple as that, you know, can really help someone prevent a pressure sore or whatever it may be. It's it's things that sound so little, but they're really important. And, you know, the help goes a long way. Um, and then as for the recreational activities, you know, I mentioned I was on the way to go skiing when I got injured and I thought I would never go skiing again because I was so against if I have to go adaptive skiing, then I don't want to go at all because mm -hmm. it's not what I you know knew. It's not what I had planned. It, it was just nothing I wanted anything to do with. But I went um, last month and it was the, so much fun. So I want people to be able to experience that fun and see that, you know, you might be injured. You might have a disability that you were born with. It does not matter. You can still have so much fun. I love that you're trying new things and setting your brain to realize, you know what, this isn't what I'm used to, but, and it sounds like you had a great time. And I think so many of us, we put a, almost a wall because we're worried of, this is not something I'm used to. What if I can't do it? What if I fail? But I love that you're allowing that recreational aspect, especially to help those that are disabled to say, Hey, it's okay to try. Cause you might find something that you actually really love and you're really good at. So and besides yeah. cooking. <laughs> It was really hard too. Like people were probably thinking it would be easier, but it was extremely hard. I was exhausted at the end of the day. It was a great workout, um, you know, but you do just have to kind of accept that it might be different, but it can still be just as fun. Mm -hmm. I love that. I'm going to put all your information, especially for the links to go to the foundation. Um, as we mentioned in the beginning of this episode, Peter Lamas Beauty is actually creating a brand new code that is going to go all the month of May. So anything that you order through them, the proceeds are going to go directly to her foundation. So what better way to make yourself feel beautiful and look beautiful, have great hair care. It's all I use and I'm obsessed with them, but it also gives back to an incredible foundation. So I'm really excited to ask what is coming up next? Like what plans? do you have anything big or, you know, especially both personal and with the foundation? Yeah. So with the foundation right now, we're still in, you know, the, the early stages where we really have to raise money to even start to have events and really be able to give back to people. So, you know, the importance of the donations is major. Um, I would love to reach the phase of being able to give back, like, and get the euphoric feeling of helping people and just, you know, it's so amazing when you're able to help people like that, that internal feeling is so mm -hmm. good. Um, other than that, actually, I am a co-founder of a company that's launching next month. So I'm pretty excited about that. It should be a June timeframe. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's called Yo. It's for yogurt dough. It's a healthier pizza, basically made out of two ingredient dough, kind of um, Greek yogurt and flour. Um, and I'm sure a lot of people have seen that because if you put it in Instagram or TikTok, all of these recipes come up, you can really make anything with it. So mm -hmm. we have 
different types of pizzas launching. And we also have a dough ball where people can make their own, you know, whether it's cinnamon rolls or bagels, whatever they want to do with it. So I'm excited about that as well. That's exciting. That's something I'm definitely gonna have to check out. I love cooking. It's something even when I'm stressed, I'm like, it's either cooking or cleaning as a female. I'm like, that just makes me feel so much better. Yeah, it's both. It's cooking, then you have to clean all of it. (laughs) Yes. Well, I really appreciate you coming on today's episode, speaking with us about not only how you see yourself, especially after such a traumatic experience, but how you're helping others. I feel mental health, we talk about it all the time on this episode. It's very, very difficult to get out of your box, but it's always finding your strengths versus focusing on your weaknesses and then finding a way to help other people. Because like you said, that's such a euphoric feeling. It's so great to know that you're making a difference. And I really feel that you're found foundation is truly going to make a massive difference across the world. We need it so badly. Thank you so much. I'm so hopeful and I'm so excited for the future of the foundation. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Little Bit of Life. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow today's episode on your favorite listening platform and share these stories to more that need to be in the know. Get in on the action with the podcast Facebook and follow the little adventures on Instagram at little cute one AZ. I'll catch you on the next episode.